The Voice of ESG. Welcome to a new episode of the Voice of ESG podcast, in which we, the topic of ESG is discussed from different perspectives. I'm your host, Ruben Harding, and in today's episode, we are going to discuss two topics that have been changing the business landscape tremendously, uh, ESG and technology. Uh, we'll dive into how technology and ESG interrelate, uh, how technology can be leveraged in ESG reporting and data management, and hopefully we'll provide some perspective into what the future has in store for companies. I will do that with the help and expert opinion of two of my colleagues, Trish Beltran from the US and Abdel El Omrani, uh, one of my Dutch colleagues. Welcome, guys. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast, especially uh, you, Trish. I know uh, with the time difference, um, it is very early for you. Um, but before we continue with the subject matter, could you please introduce yourselves? And I will give the word to Trish. Yeah, sure. So, hi, everybody. Trish Beltran, manager in RSMUS ESG advisory practice. Then my other guest, Abdel. Hi, everyone. Thank you for the invitation, uh, Ruben. Good that you could join. Yes. Um, so, um, as you, I'm part of the business consulting team. And within the business consulting team, I am a technology consulting manager. Um, and in that respect, I'm also linked with ESG and uh, supporting our clients with ESG and technology. Uh, so that can be how do you use technology to monitor and uh, report on ESG, but as well as how can you use technology to become more efficient and therefore more sustainable uh, and lowering your, uh, your carbon emission, as for an example. So um, that's a little bit my background and role within our team. So uh, very excited about this topic. As you might have noticed, uh, normally this podcast is hosted by Jem. Uh, but last podcast that I was a guest I had a genius idea of uh, suggesting on doing a podcast on uh, ESG and uh, technology. So here I am hosting <laughs> this podcast, uh, loving it <laughs> so far. But let's get to the subject at hand. Individually, ESG and technology are already really hard to grasp for some companies, seeing that they're both uh, yeah, rapidly developing and both involve a plethora of different topics. A lot of companies are developing technology and ESG strategies and are investing handsomely in it. Still, what we see is that a lot of companies, these subjects are seen as two separate topics and are dealt with independently. Um, now for us as consultants, it's becoming more and more apparent that you need to integrate data management and technology and emerging technology when dealing with ESG. But in what way, Trish, do you see technology and ESG complementing each other? Yeah, so you've actually already said a couple of the different areas in which we see them complementing each other. But just to kind of reinstate some of those, one is definitely that technology can enable that better data collection and analysis. So it makes it easier for companies to measure and track their ESG performance. The second thing is that it facilitates transparency and accountability so that the stakeholders can actually access and verify that ESG information that's being reported and just captured. And then lastly, I think I'd like to point out the emerging technologies like AI and blockchain that can enhance supply chain traceability. So 
really giving that opportunity to track and verify the sustainability of your products, enhancing responsible sourcing, reduction of environmental impact, and ensuring compliance with ethical labor practices. So I think just with all of these different thought process and scenarios from what we have today and what's just coming and emerging, there's definitely a lot of ways in which technology and ESG are complementing each other. Do you already see questions from clients on ESG and using technology to leverage for their ESG initiatives already, Trish? Or is it more that you as a consultant see it? No, 100%. I would say that technology has different platforms as as you know, or I guess as we all know. And so they're really looking at it as which point of the process would it make sense for them to integrate technology to enhance and automate whatever it is they're looking into. So it might seem far off when I had mentioned blockchain, but actually there are already technology platforms that are out there that is leveraging that blockchain technology. And I've seen the demos of those and I've seen them at client sites as well, where they're debating if that's something that they would like to instill because customers, investors are demanding for that supply chain transparency. So it definitely is being used in the market. I think one that's a little bit more basic in terms of technology that is being leveraged is the reporting tools because there's all this push in wanting to publish an ESG report. So that is one that I have seen and I've also assisted clients in implementing ESG reporting software so that they can aggregate all of the data that they would like to capture and report at the end of the day. Yeah, so the need of the client is a little bit more on the reporting side at this point. But uh, Abdel, from from your experience, what other aspects of a company's ESG journey can the use of technology really have great benefits? First of all, uh, before that I can really answer that question, I think that we also need to take one step back, and that is the complexity of ESG and uh, the complexity of new legislation, new requirements, new reporting uh, procedures. Um, That already is a very complex situation uh, because companies, organizations, departments are working in a certain way for the the last period. So changing that, uh, adding an additional layer of administrative burden, if I may call it that way, uh, to an organization, is already leading to process complexity. Mm-hmm. And if we then break it down to technology, uh, our clients are, are, what we see is organizations already struggle with reporting on the traditional uh, um, yeah, figures, huh? the, the, the financial figures. Yeah. Um, we see that there is a lack of resources, a lack of, 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 of uh, 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 technology implemented correctly. Um and then we add an additional ESG layer on top of that, um, which makes it even more complex as it already was. So it has a couple of dimensions. First, you have to have your strategy in place. Secondly, you have to um, ensure that your organization is ready to uh, to move forward on ESG initiatives. And then thirdly, if everything is set up correctly and everybody knows his responsibility People know the processes. That's the moment to look at technology and how you use that. And in that specific occasion, I think it has two dimensions. So the first dimension is uh, you need to report and monitor uh, on on ESG progress. And the second part is you can use technology to become more sustainable, more social, and, and have better governance within your organization. 
so then we are already talk, talking about how do you use technology to become better as an organization. Mm -hmm. Would you, Trish, uh, have an example on how technology or innovative solutions can be leveraged to actually improve the ESG initiatives of or performance of clients? Yeah, so we actually created what we call the total return on investment platform. And what that does is it's a scenario analysis tool and it helps company prioritize these ESG initiatives so that they know which they would like to implement and execute. Because one of the main questions that we feel that we're hearing um, at the at the base layer in terms of what are the challenges in which how to really determine which initiatives they should be executing, implementing, or thinking through is that we need to recognize, or we know, I guess, is that companies have finite resources, right? So the fact of that matter is, is that they will need to make difficult decisions knowing the financial impacts that might have on these sustainability initiatives that they're weighing. So that total return on investment platform really assists them in being able to analyze the initiatives that they would like to put in place that could have an impact on those ESG factors and also giving you that common denominator that allows you to really take into that topic and weighing out those initiatives. One of the ways that we've seen it being used is at a client side where they input all the different external inputs that they're looking into, one of which is an ESG score and what might be something that they're understanding that they need to apply into their next year of fiscal budget and all that stuff. We assisted them by implementing the scenario analysis tool and then gave all the different scenarios, uh, three scenarios in total. One, you know, just the environmental aspects. Second, just maybe the social initiatives. And then lastly, within that fiscal year budget. And they were able to have a healthy discussion on what actually makes sense, all the while also understanding what ESG impacts those initiatives will have. And at the end of the day, which actually we'll make a case study out of, uh, so more to come in a published article later, is that it actually ended up raising their ESG score as well. So I think it was a little bit of a win-win in just being able to navigate all these different external sources that ESG has been pressuring companies in terms of being able to just execute, implement, uh, think through, and all those items. Did it also have an effect on their financial performance, seeing it's a basically scenario planning for cost reduction? Yes, exactly. I mean, it's been in year one, so I'm sure we're going to go back and see what that impact had looked like. But there has definitely been many studies in which once implementing sustainability practices or sustainable practices, you're able to be more efficient with your process, thereby giving you those increased financial uh, returns. So what I hear that technology can actually really benefit when a company has finite resources or it can actually really help you in uh, reducing costs. But uh, then, Abdel, in your experience, what are the key challenges that companies are facing when integrating technology in their ESG initiatives and also maybe some possible ways to overcome that? A uh, good question, Ruben. Um, I think, Trish, uh, I think you can confirm that. Currently, 
uh, how we always look at, at technology and implementing technology and using technology in business is that it should always support the business and not the other way around. Uh, so that's also the same with ESG. Uh, so if your foundation, uh, your strategy is, is clear, you know what your goals are, the processes are in place, then technology can add an additional uh, value on that um, if you implement it correctly. What we see uh, as the yeah, biggest challenges with our clients is, uh, first topic, data quality. Uh, yeah, As we have all uh, maybe heard, uh, garbage in, garbage out. So if the data quality is not uh, where it should be, then yeah, how can you report and how can you rely on your data? Um, and reporting on ESG and uh, uh, progressing on, on, on ESG, that is... Yeah, always, yeah, not always, but it's based on the data that you extract out of your organization. You make decisions based on that. But if the foundations of your decisions is not where it should be, uh, then you also have some missteps and, and you will have challenges uh, along the way. The second point is security. Uh, we already see a lot of cyber attacks on financial data, customer data, um, yeah, um, important uh, uh, company data, um, and that will also be the same for ESG data. It tells us a lot. It tells us uh, in the environment where we move, in the, the yeah the, the the market where we are, the stakeholders that are connected to our uh, organization, um, and securing that data will also be very important uh, to keep everybody on board on the whole ESG uh, journey. Um, and yeah, th that's hopefully an issue that will resolve itself uh, that's the third one that's the skilled uh, resources uh, what we now see in the market is organizations they want uh, uh, resources related to ESG so uh, their own personnel related to ESG they need to know everything so they need to know a lot about technology uh, reporting implementing but mm. also the policies and the strategy towards the future um, so it will be a challenge to uh, maintain that that yeah the the, the high uh, uh, request that we see in the market for for the personnel that they are looking at. Okay, but what I hear for in in your answer as well, you're saying garbage in, garbage out, and you're also saying that basically technology can assist the business activities that you already have in the process, but it's not really the holy grail that it will fix. Yeah, yeah. Because is that uh, maybe a question to you, Trish? Um, that's pretty much a misconception on what technology then can offer for your EEG initiatives. What are some other misconceptions that you've come across uh, with your clients about the interrelation between ESG and technology or what technology can do for ESG? Yeah, so I think great points, Abdel. I would just maybe summarize really into that one main common misconception is that technology alone can solve all ESG challenges. That's what I think some folks think just because, you know, oh, the technology is smarter than I, faster than I, maybe that, let's just plug it in there. So I totally agree with that whole garbage in, garbage out. So what I was mentioning earlier with the different areas in the process, different technology platforms, will know that there's not one technology one, not one size fits all. 
type of mentality in this space. So think through that while technology is a powerful enabler, it's important to remember that it's just one component of a comprehensive ESG strategy. So I believe in process-led technology implementations and that companies should have a process in place before looking to a solution to enable that automation of that process. And so thinking through ESG initiatives for them to be effective you need to think about a holistic approach that then combines that technology with cultural and organizational changes, which again, Abdel, to your point, totally agree on that. Yeah, so it should be a part, but it's not the holy grail. It's not the part. It's not going to solve everything. Yeah, it's 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 like a house without a foundation. It will uh, it will not it will not work. Then maybe moving on to uh, ESG reporting and data management, as we said, garbage in garbage out i like that's uh, becoming a central theme now of this uh, of this podcast <laughs> a lot of regulations are coming uh, in the us of course from the sec but here in the european union with the corporate sustainability reporting directive and also the upcoming corporate sustainability due diligence directive they will have major implications on the non-financial information uh, disclosure or the ESG uh, information disclosure that companies have. We talked about it not being the holy grail, but how can technology then assist companies in collecting, analyzing and reporting on ESG uh, data more effectively, Abdel? That's, um, so it, it, technology can 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 definitely support uh, 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 companies so the yeah the first point that i would like to discuss is automated data collection uh, so if all uh, procedures are in place and and um, if the process is set up in a way where uh, let's say the data is reliable um, then you can unburden your organization by automating the data collection and and the whole processing of your data and the monitoring of your uh, esg uh, KPIs um, with the use of technology. So uh, how I always give a very simple uh, explanation. So we all uh, process incoming invoice. So all our clients, they receive invoices uh, from their vendors. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say that you now uh, receive a utility bill from your uh, uh, yeah, energy company. Now you have a couple of ESG the data on that uh, on that electricity bill or the energy bill that you receive. So it can be if your process is uh, set up in a way where you have to fill in the ESG relevant data into your into your system, uh, into the system that you use for your reporting and your monitoring, then you have a step in your process which has a risk because somebody has to do something manually. We have OCR technology where you can recognize certain data on paper which you then can extract into the system you call it ocr technology ocr yeah can you explain that for our listeners because i'm uh, in the dark right now to be honest so um the ocr is it's like optical optical recognition uh, software so um the software itself can recognize what data there is on yeah. okay. uh, on, on on paper yeah. or, or in, okay. in, in 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 a file and extract that into a system and then process it further uh, so instead that instead of yeah filing it in manually mm-hmm. the system knows okay this data is important and i need to extract that from uh, from the utility bill in this situation so by automating this step in your process you eliminate manual intervention and you lower the risk of of polluting uh, your system with with yeah. the 
uh, yeah, incorrect data. So that's already something very small that you can do because we already use that. A lot of organizations already use that uh, software uh, in their whole uh, financial processing, uh, in their financial administration. So why not use it for ESG? And we can do a lot if we just uh, look at it differently. Uh, if we uh, add certain elements, certain ESG elements to already existing financial processes, but you can have all types of processes. So would it then be fair to say that a lot of companies already have all the, not all, but a lot of ESG data within the process that they have, the data management process that they have, they are just not really uh, able to recognize that they have it and then extract it. For me, Ruben, this is the starting point. We we already know a lot and, and the, the data is already there, mm-hmm. uh, but we are now not um, extracting it or we are now not uh, looking at it from an ESG perspective. Uh, so that's a little bit the, 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 the change that we need to make as a business community uh, um, to really, uh, yeah, uh, handle and, and get a grasp on, on ESG reporting. Um, and if we, the, the more difficult we make it and the more complex the story is towards the, the clients and, and, and towards stakeholders and, and everybody that's involved in ESG and, and that would like to push this further, uh, the more difficult it is to really um, yeah, progress on it. So what I like to do is make it very small, uh, very, uh, yeah, keep it keep it very uh, close to, to your current way of working. And these are the first improvements that you can make uh, yeah, very easily uh, and then take it step by step uh, towards a yeah, more sustainable future. So basically a mindset change is needed to see what you can extract and then also incremental changes on what you're already doing yeah. as a company. Yeah, right. The, the, the right incentives to, to, to do the right thing, I think. Trish... On the other side of the ocean, uh, have you seen some other innovative solutions for ESG reporting and data management? Yeah, I actually have a couple of thoughts to that. So two I'm going to cover quickly around the data management piece of it. And that really is just more of how you look at your data or how you're gathering that data. So one, I think we already briefly mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, really, is that use of the distributed and decentralized ledger technologies, aka blockchain, so that we can enhance that transparency and traceability. But the second thing, while it might not seem that innovative, I do think using and leveraging data visualization tools and interactive dashboards is another way to be able to look at your data so that you can manage it more appropriately if you're gathering real-time items or where you might have gaps into whatever you're collecting. And it's a way to present that ESG information in a user-friendly and engaging manner to maybe even get more of a stakeholder buy-in within the company Mm -hmm. or even just understanding that data that you're gathering at which point you'll be reporting. But the last thing that I wanted to mention in terms of the reporting aspect is again back to the analysis and maybe driving what you might be reporting on. There's this innovative technology that I've seen. And for those um, who probably know this a little better, it's just called NLP, but really it's the natural language processing. So just a quick definition of that. 
That's a branch of AI that focuses on interaction between computers and human language. So some ways that I've actually seen this, and I just came from a technology conference, is that they apply this to a technology where you can analyze large volumes of unstructured data, such as ESG reports, news articles, whatever relevant information, and it helps identify trends. So whatever that is. So one that I thought was pretty different from the others is sentiment analysis. So applying NLP techniques, you're able to analyze what is the sentiment expressed in that ESG related text. So that helps that company understand what might be the public perception, knowing that ESG is taking into consideration that external stakeholder um, point of view. And so on having this and seeing the analysis from this sentiment analysis, helps the company understand what is the sentiment towards their sustainability initiatives that they're trying to put forth. So one quick tiny thing, I guess, just to help visualize it a little bit more. So let's say you put in a news article or you put in other texts or links, it'll analyze that and it'll automatically classify if that text is positive, negative, or neutral. And then it helps you understand, you know, what is your stakeholder attitudes as it relates to the effectiveness of how you're communicating your ESG strategies. Can you also do it on a on a meta level that you can say, for example, you know, you're a, you're a company within uh, the meat industry and you want to really see like what are the reactions to some of the societal problems that comes along with the meat industry can you then input a lot of articles and then see what the sentiment is and how that is changing yes yes so they employ that use of data visualization from the analysis of the sentiment and you can actually pick out a topic and have a trend analysis say if it is growing in its sentiment of positive reaction or negative reaction. And the other items that you can do on that as well is it summarizes that analysis for you so that you can get a better understanding of really what is happening and what's being discussed in that specific topic, industry or market. Yeah, they can also basically see where the market or that topic is headed, uh, which basically brings me into the uh, next uh, segment about the future perspectives. I personally believe that ESG and successful entrepreneurship is about being able to look ahead to what is coming in the future and play into the opportunities that these can provide. So let's do that for a little bit. How do you see the relationship between technology and ESG evolving in the coming years for businesses? Yes. Yeah, so in the coming years, I think that we can expect the relationship between technology and ESG to become even more intertwined. Technology will continue to play that pivotal role in enhancing ESG practices by providing better data insights that we've mentioned all throughout this podcast, facilitating real-time monitoring, enabling more accurate measurement of impact, and also all the different advancements that we're seeing across those different technologies in areas such as AI and machine learning, that'll enable more sophisticated ESG analytics, predictive modeling, the sentiment analysis that I just mentioned earlier, and really overall, all of the emerging technologies will enable a greater level of data connectivity and enable companies to better manage and report their ESG performance. I think that um, you know, ESG will also push innovation. Uh, so we're already seeing it in the Netherlands with uh, the, the farmers uh, and everything that, that is um, currently going on. Uh, so there we see that there are some 
uh, sustainable yeah, sustainability or, or uh, environmental legislation coming up uh, and that really pushes a certain sector to move uh, in in towards a, a more sustainable future um and then yeah it's easy to uh, classify that as as ESG or uh, it, it, it mm. is it has an ESG impact but what i always find very uh, fascinating is uh, um organizations uh, and people we innovate quicker and better in case that there is an, an an urge and in this situation it is ESG uh because that's really urging us to um, have a different view at the world and therefore increase uh innovation i actually think that esg as that term is missing a tiny letter and that is i because i completely agree with you that it drives innovation and we'll just continue to have everybody thinking through what are the you know innovative approaches technologies to really tackle um esg as a whole or even when they've implemented it what then will they do with all this analysis and data at their hands and what can they do to further the business and making them more sustainable or whatever it may be so like um you always have these technology hypes i think uh 3 to 5 years ago i was in a blockchain seminar every other week because blockchain was going to change the world it's going to make it more transparent there's no supply chain issues anymore no need for financial institutions but right now If you guys would have to put your money on one of the technologies that are going to be the most transformative in the market. So leave ESG behind for one sec. Just in the market in general for businesses the next 10 years, which technology would it be? AI. AI. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So both of you uh, think AI will have the uh, biggest impact. Abdel, can you please elaborate a little bit on that? Yes. Um so the, the the last couple of months I've uh, all uh, went down of I went down the rabbit hole of AI and generative AI in more specifically. Um and uh, um just just mentioned using AI uh for ESG. Um we are currently or NLP using that for 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 ESG perspectives. Uh we are currently also uh, experimenting on that. So um what we see is to make it quite simple is in the, yeah the databases that we see now and accessing data that's all um done based on normal what's normally done is based on structured data so you have to have a data mm-hmm. warehouse yeah. uh, then everything needs to be labeled sorted out and then you have to find your way around the uh, the data warehouse to get the data that you need in a specific situation so with nlp with uh, generative ai we see that that whole data warehouse is not needed anymore so if we can access that data and we can connect it to generative ai uh we can see things quicker earlier um the the whole uh, main maintenance costs will uh yeah will reduce in the future as well so this will have a major impact on 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 the disruptive impact on the market as well on on esg so uh yeah we as rsm we are experimenting in this specific topic So uh hopefully in the uh in in the upcoming period we can uh yeah provide our clients also services yeah. to to help them on this part as well. There's a lot of talk of course about the impact that AI will have but also like more negative impacts. So what do you see as ethical considerations with the rise of AI that you have to deal with? as a company but maybe as society as a whole uh Trish. Yeah, so especially in the realm of ESG, we do have to think through these 
ethical considerations for these emerging technologies. So for AI specifically, I would think that the questions that we're hearing is, or that are arising is really regarding that data privacy piece of it all. And then also understanding the data that's being inputted into these technologies so that they can have that AI function. Well, we need to go behind the scenes and figure out, are there any algorithmic bias? And then once the use of this technology, there's also been fear of potential potential job displacement. So I think there's just a lot of different items between one, understanding this technology and how it works. And then secondly, what will then happen in in the use of this technology? So I think that it's really crucial for us to ensure that these AI systems that we're developing using are transparent and accountable and built on those diverse and unbiased data sets. And then once we use this technology, and I think just like any other technology that has enhanced or automated processes, I don't think we should look at it as a job displacement, but more of an opportunity to do something of more value into your role. So if AI or if the technology prior was doing a lot of the, you know, data input type of process, now you have the ability to be the analysis of that data that's being captured and provide insights or, you know, provide perspective on what you think is a good decision based on that data. So same thing with AI, while it's generating maybe one of the, you know, smaller tasks it may be. So now what do you do with this faster generated data set that's in front of you? And how will then you apply that to take this opportunity to really provide your perspective on how you would like to move things forward faster? And then I do just want to talk a little bit about the blockchain as well. And I think, Ruben, you mentioned that you were in a cohort maybe a couple of years back. I think I was in one as well. So I don't know <laughs> if we were in the same one, but it was also a weekly one hour or so um, discussion about blockchain. And I think while all of that was a rise in a talk, it took about the same type of topics as to why people were feeling a little bit hesitant to that technology. And I think that's what we're seeing with the AI piece as well, is back to that concern of privacy, because both of these technologies enable that transparency and enhanced connection. And so what we just need to know is that for the blockchain piece of it, what's essential, and I think they're really figuring it out, is that balance between transparency and privacy rights. Just the last question to wrap up. Say, for example, I'm a business leader. I'm just starting my ESG initiatives. What then would you recommend to me in terms of how to use technology in the best way? Follow the right path. So what does that mean? Uh, start by, by, by the basics. What, what do you, What's important in your branch? Uh, um, what's important there? What's your strategy? What's your view on ESG? And then how do you get your whole organization on board? And once everybody, uh, once all the noses are in the right direction, then you can very easily implement your technology because then you know where you're coming from, you know what you need to report, and you know where you want to go through. So then only choosing the right uh, a tool to to use in that journey and to uh, to help you with that journey 
then it will help you to maximize or to optimize your 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 journey but it's not the other way around uh, so there is no technology that will uh, um, give you all the right ESG reportings and help you on all ESG matters that's that's an utopia um, so yes I think that's a start with a foundation where are you now where do you want to be and how do you get there and then along the road you will have to get the the, the questions related to technology will pop up um, and then you will have a better insight on what do I need what how, what does my organization need what do I need for the future I do love that that one liner follow the right path and then also consider garbage in garbage out that would be a good way to summarize uh, this <laughs> podcast I want to thank you guys for joining and for giving your expert opinion and that will brings us to the end yeah thank you this was great thank you very much <laughs>